Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Let's quickly open our Bibles this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise. I'm so excited. I believe God is bringing us into a season of going to do great things in our midst. Hallelujah. I want to encourage the church to expect great things from the presence of the law. Hallelujah. Let's open to two, three scriptures this morning from the book of Job. Hallelujah. How many of you believe in the power of God's word? Hallelujah. Bible says, thy word is a lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path. Every time that we hear the word of God, it brings, it takes our negativity away. Hallelujah. It is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It takes our negative mindset away. Amen. It brings light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It brings clarity into our spirit, into our soul, how we live, how we should praise the Lord, how we should, hallelujah, sit in the presence of God. Thy word is the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path. Amen. Hallelujah. Job chapter 12 and the 5 says, the lamp is despised in the thought of one who at ease. The lamp is despised only by the, the word is only despised by the people who are at ease. How many of you don't want to be at ease? When you are at ease, only things happen into your life. Trouble comes. We don't want to be. Bible says, be watchful. Hallelujah. Be vigilant for the enemy is like a roaring lion. We don't want to be at ease. That's why we come to the church. We don't want to be at ease. We are saying we are vigilant. We are watchful. We know there is an enemy trying to attack us, but we will overcome him. There is power in God's word. When the lamp shines, the enemy leaves. Ah, oh, come on. Hallelujah. When somebody here who is not at ease but willing to receive the word, the enemy will shamefully leave your life. He just don't leave, he flees. Praise the Lord. And he shamefully flees. Micah 7 says, he shamefully flees. How many of you want the devil to shamefully flee your life this morning? Hallelujah. Proverbs 19 and the 20th verse. Listen to the counsel. Hallelujah. And you will be wise in your latter days. God's word is counsel. Amen. And you will be wise as the days go on. Amen. What I've understood uh, serving the Lord and ministering to the Lord and given my life over 14 years, 15 years. That I, more and more I get to know the word. You know, get to read the word. I say, Lord, there's a lot of wisdom, calmness, rest coming into my life. Coming into my family. Coming into my children. Coming into my finances. Bible says, the, the latter days, the coming days. How many of you want to be wise? Hallelujah. In the latter days of this year. Praise the Lord. Take the counsel of God's word. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, there is a person in the Bible in 1 Samuel chapter 15 and the 22nd verse. The Bible says, we just read that word. I'm not gotten into the word, but I just want to sh share a few scriptures on God's word and the power of God's word over your life. You know, 1 Samuel chapter 15 and the 22nd verse says, So Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. Amen. To obey is better than sacrifice. To heed or to give attention is better than the fat of rams. The Lord is saying, you know, when God's word is spoken, you know, it's not just coming to church and Hallelujah. Listening to a nice scripture. He's saying that everybody can do. He says that sacrifices, you know, God does not take, take place in the burnt offerings and sacrifices. We're coming to church. What he does look at this, who is the one who is listening? Who is giving attention to what pastor is saying? Who is giving attention to what the word is saying? And who is willing to obey it? Come on church. Are you come here with a heart? Say, I'm not coming to fulfill a Sunday obligation, but I'm coming. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The one who is listening and the one who is willing to obey, God's spirit will come down. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Not obey something, obey everything. The Bible says Saul obeyed some things. We want to, as the lamp is showing, shining in our lives, we want to say, Lord, everything that the word is telling me, I will obey. Look at somebody and say everything. Hallelujah. Amen. 
In John chapter 2, the Bible says, Mary said, whatever God, Jesus says, you do it. Whatever he says. And you will see the miracle. You want to see miracle? You have to say, whatever he says. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Whatever he says, I'm going to do it. When you listen to God's word, that should be your attitude. Whatever God is going to say, I'm going to do it. Praise the Lord. We want a church like that. Whatever, I'm, willing, I'm just waiting to get the word out of the lips of the person who's preaching the word. By the time it leaves, I catch it. Uh, come on, church. How many of you are here? By the time it leaves, I will be the first one to catch that blessing, catch that word, and obey it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I like the tribe of Judah who always wants to be the first to praise, the first to obey. Come on, church. When you start praising the Lord, that's why we praise and worship. It's not a, you know, it's not a, a, a ritual. We praise because the one who's first to praise will be first to receive. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The power of God's word. The Bible says, whoever heeded saw the miracle first. Uh, John 2 says, whoever heeded the word, whoever listened to the word, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said, you know, bring the pots that is outside, you know, full of dirt and full of dust and, you know, carry it inside. You know, there was good pots and beautiful pots inside the house. But Jesus said, no, 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 they bring the one which is outside, dirty. Sometimes, you know, to listen and to obey, it's not easy. It's difficult. Sometimes when you start, it looks difficult. No, Jesus will tell, tell, tell things that does not apply to the intellect. He says, bring that. You say, why should I bring? There are good ones in, inside the house. Why should I bring that dirty one? Because he does not want you to take the easy way out. When you take the easy way out, you think it's me. But when you take the difficult way out, it's always the Lord. You need the Lord. You need this hand. How many of you are facing difficult things? These days, God will turn your difficult things into miracles. Because God is there in it. He knows you can't do it by yourself. Hallelujah. All that you need to do is to listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. Luke 5, the Bible says Peter caught nothing. But somewhere along the line, when he heard Jesus, he said, there is a difference between, hallelujah, the herod that I heard, the, 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 the hypocrisy and the arrogance in which he spoke, and the other Pharisee and the Sadducee, uh, you know, how they spoke the word of God. There is a difference when I come to the church. There is a difference when I hear the word of the Lord. There is a difference when the words of God, hallelujah, spoken in the spirit. There is a difference when Peter heard the words of Jesus. He immediately listened to it. He took it. He obeyed it. And the Bible says, next, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Our fish was in a competition. Who will jump into this nest first? Come on, church. Praise the Lord. When you listen and when you obey, praise the Lord. The blessing will be in a competition. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Between the blessings, they are in a competition. Which blessing to get into? Ah, come on, church. Come on, church. Somebody believe it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the power of God's word. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. When you come into the church, so many voices come. Your own human voices. The demonic voices, the voices of your past, guilt and condemnation. When the breaking of bread is there, voices. Oh, you can't do it. You can't take it. You have done such a mess. God won't forgive you. Such voices. But you have to be closely listening to the whisper that comes from the presence of God. Because the whisper can bring miracles. The whisper, if you carefully listen, can turn a season of difficulty into a season of miracles. Come on, church. And a season of increase. There will not be a lack anymore heard in the house of Cana. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me? Sometimes you see what's, what's happened wrong in my life. What's happened wrong in my marriage? What's happened wrong? Suddenly I was ministering and suddenly I'm not able to minister or pray or to be passionate for the Lord in the church. Come to every week. You know, I was the one, first one to come. Now I'll just barely come. Something happened. What has happened is somewhere along the line, you did not listen to the Lord carefully. That marriage problem came because somewhere along the line, praise the Lord. This morning, even when you listen to the word of God, Praise the Lord and it will bless your life. It will bring increase into your life. Hallelujah. Amen. You just heard, even the Bible says, Mehvishopath, a person who became lame because the parents have not taken care of it. 
he, the parents gave the child to a servant. And the servant put it down, put the child down and the child became lame. What am I trying to say? Even when you take care of your children, don't allow a mate to raise your children up. Don't allow anybody else as parents raise your children up. Carefully raise your children up. Don't give your girl children to somebody else. Teach them in the word of God. Don't send them into the uncles and aunties and raise them up. They might, before they send, will abuse and send back. So don't carefully, you should know who you are keeping your children with. What seed they are releasing into their lives. What is that is going to be turned into a harvest. You need to be careful. Hallelujah. Otherwise your children will be lame. I pray that your children will not be lame. You will be carefully listen to the word of God. And take it to your children in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Moses had a burning bush experience because the Bible says he was careful. He was careful. He carefully looked at why is this bush, burning bush burning and not get consumed. The Bible says when he looked carefully, the Holy Spirit or Jesus or God spoke from the burning bush. You want experiences this morning? You say, oh, I've been listening to the word. I do not have an experience, Pastor. I do not have a joy. Carefully look into the bush. Carefully come to the church. Carefully listen to what is being spoken. Some people say, oh, I've heard this message three, two times, three times. But carefully hear it one more time. Carefully listen. God is looking only one thing. Who is carefully looking into it? Who is carefully looking into it? In the fourth chapter, the Bible says, he asked the Moses to put this stick down. And the and Bible says, when Moses put the stick down, praise God, it became a snake. How many of you? Hallelujah. And the Bible says, Moses got afraid. Sometimes when you look into your own life, hallelujah, praise the Lord, you will see snakish character in your life. Deceiving character, lying character. You yourself will get scared. What am I thinking? What am I assuming? What am I upset about? What am I jealous about? What am I upset about? What am I disturbed about? Hallelujah. But if you're carefully, the Lord told Moses, take it by its tail. Take authority over it. I will give you a change of character. I will give you a change of life. I will give you a change of thinking. This morning, if you carefully listen, God will give you a change of heart, a change of life, a change of thinking, a change of attitude, a change of lifestyle, a change. And then I... Oh, come on, church. This morning, carefully. Hallelujah. Thy word is the lamp unto our feet and the light unto our path. We should carefully, when the word of God is spoken, carefully heed it and it will bring light. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning, hallelujah. What I want to minister, hallelujah, this morning is from Job chapter 23. Let's get into the book of Job. Job chapter 23 and the 12th verse. Job chapter 23 and the 12th verse. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the word of his mouth more than my necessary food. Amen. One more scripture, Job chapter 8 and the 7th verse. Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end will increase abundantly. Hallelujah. And one more scripture, Job chapter 42 and the 12th verse. So the Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the earlier. He owned 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. Amen. I want to title this word, Fasting and Prayer Releases the Increase. Amen. Fasting and prayer will release an increase over your life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Or in another subtitle you can give, pray for an anointing of increase over my life. As we're coming to a season of fasting and prayer appointed by God, I've told you, hallelujah, God is bringing us into a season of prayer and fasting to listen to him. Hallelujah. Job said when he went through the situations, I treasured his word more than my necessary food. He fasted and prayed. The necessary food, he fasted, hallelujah, the necessary food of morning, afternoon, evening. He fasted and sought the Lord. Because he had a word, hallelujah, there was something burning. He said, my latter end will be greater. The latter end will increase greater than the former. I will see an increase in the latter end. Whatever happening, when you pray and when you fast in troublesome times, 
you will know. <laughs> God will know that he's going to increase you. Ah, come on, church. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible says in Job 42, hallelujah, God blessed him double. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Everything increased in his life. God blessed him. When you fast and pray and diligently meditate, hallelujah, on the voice of God, hallelujah, on the word of God, hallelujah, you are positioning yourself for an increase. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says God blessed Job. That word blessed is spoken 127 times in the Bible. The word blessed is spoken 302 times in the Bible. The word blessing speaks about 67 times in the Bible. The word curses spoken 101 times in the Bible. The word curses spoken 72 times in the Bible. The word cursing spoken 12 times in the Bible. This is not what I'm praying. This is my point. Hallelujah. The number of blessing is outweigh the curses. Hallelujah. The cur scriptures on blessing is greater than the scriptures on curses. God, hallelujah, has a plan to bless your life. Hallelujah. Blessing is twice as much in the Bible than the curses. Hallelujah. Three reasons he wants to increase you. Three reasons God wants to increase you. Bless you and increase your life. Number one, Malachi chapter 3 and the 11th verse. Malachi chapter 3 and the 11th verse. The Bible says, I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not ruin the produce of your ground. And your wine, your field, hallelujah, will not be barren. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Next verse, I will rebuke the devourer. I will act on my own sake. Indeed, by own. Hallelujah. Please read it. 11 and 12. Malachi chapter 3, 11 and 12. Praise the Lord. I will rebuke the devourer for you so that it will not ruin the produce of your ground. And your wine, your fill not be barren, says the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. God wants to increase you for your sake. Everybody said, my sake. He said, bring your whole tithes and offerings into the storehouse. Hallelujah. Praise for what? So that I can rebuke the devourer for your sake. Amen. He wants to increase you for your sake. Number two, he wants to increase. In Isaiah chapter 48 and the 11th verse, the Bible says why he wants to increase. He wants to say, I will act on my own sake, indeed my own. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He for said, I, yes. For my own sake, ah. for my own sake, I will do it. Amen. He's saying, I will, own sake, I will do it. For it how? Is, that's enough. My own sake. Hallelujah. I will bless you. By my own sake, because I said it, I will bless you and multiply you and make you, hallelujah, the nations of the earth. It's I who said it over you. I can't lie. My own sake, I will bless you. Oh, come on, church. Hallelujah. You are in the company. For his own sake, he will bless you. You are starting a new business. For his own sake, he will bless you. You are starting a married life. For his own sake, he will bless you. You are starting, hallelujah, a new job. For his own sake, he will bless you. You are starting a new education. For his own sake, he will bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. And number three, the reason he blesses you in Exodus chapter 32 and the 13th verse. Exodus chapter 32 and the 13th verse. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens, and all this land that I have spoken of, I will give to your descendants, and they shall inherit it forever. Amen. He blesses you because of the sake of the covenant. He gave a covenant to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He said, I will bless them and I will multiply them for the sake of his covenant. In the olden days, the Bible says God asked bulls and rams to be sacrificed on the altar. And every place the bulls and the rams were sacrificed under the blood of bulls and rams, which was a shadow, which was a type. Even then, healing came, restoration came, provision came, forgiveness came. Hallelujah. People were blessed. People were multiplied. People were released. People were set free. Praise the Lord. Because of the covenant's sake, how much more under the blood of Jesus Christ, oh, oh, which was born on the cross of Calvary, will your provisions will be taken care. Health will be taken care. Hallelujah. For his covenant's sake. Hallelujah. Because of the seed of Abraham, Jesus Christ is the seed of Abraham. And he has redeemed you from the curse of every law. How much more? God won't keep quiet. 
over your life because of his covenant. God can never keep quiet because of his covenant. Hallelujah. Oh, the devil will keep quiet over your life. I am praying and I'm preaching and declaring over your life. Every place the devil was making, hallelujah, a horrendous noise. He will stop it and God will start making. His noise will come. He will not keep quiet. He blesses you, increases you for his covenant's sake. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You are somebody. Hallelujah. God, you are somebody. You are a child of God. Hallelujah. When you've given your life to Jesus and made Jesus your Savior, you are somebody. You are a child of God. Amen. There are three levels of spiritual blessing the Bible speaks about. Hallelujah. As a child of God. The number one is called the Egypt level. You were, you were start out with God. Israel was slaves to Egypt. Slave to sin. Slave to bondage. Slave to so many things in the Bible. Slave to, hallelujah, pornography. Or slave to so many kinds of, hallelujah, sins. In Egypt, you had a slave mentality. The first level is called the land of not enough. It was not enough. For the deliverance. It was not enough for the healing. It was not enough for the Lord. It was a land of not enough. Always Egypt was pulling. Pharaoh was pulling. Afflicting them. Bitter bondage. Always problem. One problem. Egypt level. Not enough. Amen. But they came out of that into the next stage. Wilderness level. That is called just enough. Just enough. Every day they had to wait on the Lord for their bread. More than 24 hours, the bread would stink. The bread would stink. So they in literally just enough. They had to trust every day for their sake. They, God taught them how to trust him for their provision. They could not even store up. God said, trust me Monday. Trust me Tuesday. For Wednesday, I will not give you on Tuesday. For Thursday, I will not give you on Monday. Hallelujah. You, <laughs> you need to trust me every day. You need to seek me every day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. So God brought them from a slave mentality in the wilderness level. You know that you are a son. A son mentality. You know that I'm a child of God. But I need to trust him every day. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are entered into a blood covenant. Hallelujah. Through Jesus Christ. Came out of slavery. Now you are a son. Amen. Hallelujah. And as you walk with God level to level, he teaches you to be faithful unto God. Sometimes you become unfaithful, but he sticks with you. He's faithful in your unfaithful times. That's the second level, wilderness level. But on the third level, it is called the promised land level. Everybody said the promised land level. That is from a slave mentality to a son mentality. Everybody there to their soldier mentality. Everybody says soldier mentality. It's called the place of more than enough. Amen. From just enough. Hallelujah. From hallelujah. Not enough. To just enough, to more than enough. From a slave, to a son, to a soldier. Hallelujah. From Egypt, to the wilderness, to the promised land. Come on church. How many of you want to be in the promised land? Experience the best of God. Hallelujah. Why is it called the soldier level? Because when you go into the promised land, there are enemies. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why the Bible says you need to put the whole armor of God. You cannot go and fight a battle without the armor, without a helmet. Sunday, you won't get anything. You come on a Sunday and sleep in this house, hallelujah, praise God. You won't move into the promised land. I am not, I am okay with you sleeping, but you will not get the promises. Praise God. Hallelujah. You're not fighting the battle. You cannot sit the whole night watching TV, hallelujah, till morning and wake up and come here. That's not battle. You have to put on the whole armor of God. Pray, prepare, expect, and come into the presence of God, knowing that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. It is new every morning, and great is thy faithfulness. Hallelujah. God will be, make you an increase. Hallelujah. And anoint you for an increase. Increase of joy. Increase of blessing. Increase of testimony. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you want to be an increase in your life, you need to move from slave to a son to a soldier. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and the 3. 
Paul told Timothy, wage a good warfare. Hallelujah. As soldiers of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Third verse. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen. There is hardship when you are a soldier. There is a militancy. But you have inner strength to put up with it. You are in the strength to battle it up. You are in the strength to look on to it. You are in the strength to prevail in prayer. You are in the strength to fast. You are in the strength to, hallelujah, keep on saying, Rambala, Dudala, Balavala, Diva, Undara, Dara, Jaramana. There is a militancy. There is a tongue. There is the word of God abiding in you. And you know you are strong. It's only a matter of time. The devil will leave. Let me tell you something. Every problem, it will minimum take one day. Maximum take three months. Hallelujah. If you keep praying and believing in the promise, three months is maximum that one problem sometimes, most of the times, hallelujah, prevail over your life. If you are truthful in prayer, hallelujah, glory to God. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Bible says, the moment Jesus fasted and prayed, the demons got disturbed. They came like a soldier. Praise the Lord. Demons get disturbed when church fast and when church pray. Hallelujah. You think why somebody is standing here and say, Monday, who will fast? Tuesday, who will fast? Every person who lift their hands, the devil is disturbed. Praise the Lord. He is, oh my God, who is fasting on Monday? I'll, let me give him an assignment on Monday. Let him give him a bad day on Tuesday. Let, <laughs> let, let me bring, bring a fight on Wednesday. Praise God. Let, let, let me make him busy on Thursday. Praise God. And Friday, he will be so worn out that Saturday morning, he will not come to church. And Sunday, he will come. <laughs> Praise God. And suddenly, a smell is coming from the kitchen. Hallelujah. You have to have a militant anointing. Mark chapter 9 and the 29th verse. Certain spirit will leave. Certain demonic strongholds leaves by fasting and by praying. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me church? We are not a bunch of entertainers here. We are soldiers in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. When we start praising, the devil has to leave. Amen. The angel has to show up. The heaven needs to give its attention. All the prayers needs to be answered. Healing has to come. Sickness has to leave. Strongholds has to go. Delay has to go. It suddenly something has to happen. Come on, church. Then church is so exciting. Hallelujah. Are you ready for your confession? Eight great increased verses that you should confess every day over your life. Look to the board. Hallelujah. I don't have time to read everything, so I'm just going to quickly go. Deuteronomy chapter 32 and the 13th verse. The Bible says, He made him ride on the heights of the land and eat the produce of the field. He nourished him with honey of the rock and from the flint-like rock. The Bible says he nourished, he increased. The King James Version says, He increased him with honey of the rock and the flint-like rock. Amen. Hallelujah. The first scripture, he says, He will ride on the heights and He will increase your flock. Amen. Number two, hallelujah. Job chapter 8 and say, even if beginnings were modest, final days will increase. Hallelujah. I don't know which version that you're using. Praise the Lord. The Bible says the latter days will increase. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Is the King James Version on that? Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Psalm 115 and 14 says, may the Lord increase you more and more. That's what the original translation says. May the God increase you more and more. Add to the numbers. Amen. The fourth, hallelujah, the word, hallelujah. Isaiah 29, the 19th verse. The humble will have a joy after. The original translation says, he will increase your joy. Amen. Praise God. At the wrong time to put some other worship. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Where's the rest of the scripture? Praise God. Put it. Put it on. Praise God. Come on, put, it, put the full scriptures on. Pray that he fast on the computer. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me come back to my book. Praise God. Isaiah 29 said, the meek shall increase the joy in the Lord. Amen. The fifth scripture, Psalm 71 and the 21. The Bible says, he will increase your greatness. Oh, come on. And he'll give me comfort on every side. I want that prayer over your life. Said, increase my greatness. 
say, increase my greatness. Only some people want to be great. Come on, church. Declare it over your life. Increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The sixth chapter, six verses, Psalm 85 and the twelfth verse. Psalm 85 and the twelfth verse. The Lord will provide the food and our land will increase its crops. Jeremiah 23 and the second verse. Therefore, this is what the God of Israel says about the shepherds who shepherd my people. You scattered my flock, banished them. You have not attended them. I will attend. I will increase them. The Bible says, hallelujah. Proverbs 3, 9, honor the Lord with your possession, with the first produce of the entire harvest. I will increase you. I will increase your barns. You need to get up every day if you want increase and greatness. You need to declare it over your life. In your prayer time, declare it over your life. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Look at three people and say, declare these seven scriptures over your life every day. Don't forget it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Then you will move from Egypt, from wilderness to the promised land level. You will move from slave son to the soldier. You will move from not enough to just enough to more than enough. I pray a more than enough anointing will come upon your life these days. As you fast and pray. Hallelujah. And seek the face of the Lord. Amen. There is one more level. In the Bible that is spoken about in the New Testament, when Jesus said there is three relationships that Jesus speaks about in the New Testament. John chapter 10 and the 12th, the first level he spoke about. John chapter 10. Am I too fast this morning? Praise God. John chapter 10 and the 12th verse. Although I'm fast, it's going into your heart. Amen. Praise God. It's going to bless your life. It's going to increase your life. Amen. John chapter 10 and the 12th verse. Yes, please. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The first level, when you come to a church, introduced to the church, the first level that you go through is called the hireling level. The hireling level. The hireling is a person who comes to church for nothing else but to get something out of the church. To get something out of the people. They come with, respectfully I'm saying this, they come with so many problems, have a, have a, have a broken life, have a, have a tough conditions. So they're coming to expect, what will I get out of the church? What will I get out? But that's all that they come to get it. Have you seen the board FMC has kept this takeaway? Praise the Lord. I uh, take away. Some people only comes to take away and nothing else. But when I read it down, it's read, take away and give it to your neighbors and people around you. That is the level that we have to come. Praise God. Not just take away, take away and give it to somebody. Be a giver also. Hallelujah. Otherwise, you will stay here as a hireling, only coming. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Beginning for to end his life. Hallelujah. Nothing else but have a spirit of Hireling, never committed to the church, never committed to the work of God, never committed to what the pastor says, never committed to anything in life. Hallelujah. You'll be lonely all your life and you'll have trouble. And only time you come here when you are in trouble, you need help. Pastor, pray. Hallelujah. And I will pray with all my heart. Praise the Lord. But you will still stay as a slave, as a hireling. Amen. How do you know that you are a hireling? The Bible says, hallelujah, when the wolf comes, when an enemy comes, when a problem comes, you will leave the flock, you will leave the sheep, you will leave everything, and you will go your way. How do you know that you are not a hireling? When problem comes, we stick together. When misunderstandings come, we stick together. Hallelujah, and pray, hallelujah. Then you are not a hireling. We'll stay hand on hand, hallelujah. Glory to God. You heard about that stone that David used. What was that stone? It was a mountain that was broken once. An earthquake came and a mountain was broken. And the stones rolled and rolled and rolled and rolled and rolled. Praise the Lord. You were like a mountain. But something broke you. And you started rolling and rolling and rolling. Praise the Lord. And then you fell. After rolling you fell. And when you fell, you fell into the brook. 
into, into the waters of the Holy Spirit and you became, God made you smooth. And then he took you into your hand. He said, let me see whether he can, I can hold him in my hand or whether it's too big for me to hold. Then he put it, hallelujah, in the pouch with all the other stones and see, how will he, does he have a teamwork? Let's he stay with the team. Only he, he wants to preach. There are so many people who come sometimes on a Sunday, hardly preach. Praise God. Prepared, praying. Because it's not about preaching. It's about teamwork. When somebody prayed, the other stones will. It's about, hallelujah, Goliath being brought down. Come on, church. And God in his time, take one of those stones and release it on Goliath. And the Goliath will come down. And that is a kind of unity, a teamwork, hallelujah, that we need to have it in the church. Not pointing fingers, not wants to be the preeminent person, not wants to have a position, not wants to minister. We want to serve the Lord with a whole heart. Not a hireling. If you don't have that mindset, you'll become a hireling. I, I remember the days that when I was with pastor in Cochin, we would start up, get asleep at 12 o'clock, get up at about 4 or 5 and start praying. The first service would be from 9 to 11.30. And after 11.30, I will be standing outside in the kashit. I will be attending, not even ministering. And then uh, it was a small, those days it was a house. So I'll be standing out. And then from... Uh, Again, from 11.30 to 3 o'clock, the second service. Not had food, might have had one tea. And, and those days, there's no AC, there's no chair. We used to sit in hot, humid, Ernagalan climate. Couldn't place our leg between each other. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then after everything, pastor will be counseling. And I will be still standing out. And then you think that, oh, 5.30, you can have food. Pastor will start his third session. Praise God. Hallelujah. Then he'll go to 8.30. He'll be people to ministering to the people who are ministering there. And everything is over. Hallelujah. I go back with pastor to his house. Hallelujah. And before I go to sleep, he will again share the word. Praise God. That is the way that he has been trained. Hallelujah. Praise God. That is why I can, hallelujah, pray. I can fast. I can, hallelujah, go through any conditions. But that's the way that you're trained. Praise God. That's the way you're made tough and rough. And to pray and to be steadfast and to face any giants and to face any problems and to face any kind of devil on his face and come through the other side with its power and glory. Come on, church. Hallelujah. If you don't have that mentality, you'll become a hireling. Hallelujah. We did not hear the word to minister. We did not hear thinking, that, oh, if I take all these words, next week I might get an opportunity to hold the mic. No, we held the word thinking that there is a vision. Hallelujah. We want to take the word. We want to be that ready stone that when hallelujah, God can use, we will be smooth enough for the Lord to use it. Hallelujah. Come on, church. You don't mean to be a hireling. You need to be prepared in the hands of God. When it's time, he's able to take it and release it and point it and direct it. Hallelujah to your destination. Oh, the church needs to mature and grow. Hallelujah. That's why we are going through a time of fasting and praying the church to come out of a hireling mindset. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You need to go from a hireling mindset. Hallelujah. And say, hallelujah, I want to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to go to a cell group, the small groups. I want to go there and to make some, bring few souls on the weekends, reach out to souls. I want to give myself. I want to find one of those groups. I want to go to the small groups. I want to see what I can do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Pastor, tell me, what can I do? Hallelujah. Today's pastors are scared. To convenience, to give convenience to the people in the church. They're making people friendly church, but not Holy Spirit friendly church. We want Holy Spirit friendly church. That's the safest place on the, hallelujah, other side of heaven is the Holy Spirit friendly church. I'll to be in and to worship the living God. How many of you want our church to be a Holy Spirit friendly church? Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 23, 11 says, hallelujah. The second level, Jesus says, from a hireling, 
How does he want you to be a hireling? But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whoever exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. The second level, he wants you to be a servant. Willing to serve people. Willing to serve in inconveniences. Willing to be there. Not where you were there in the past. He wants you to be there in the present. Blessed to be a blessing. You need to be more, hallelujah, servant mindset when God blesses you. Then you are proving to your condition of your heart. Says, How much ever you bless me, I will still have the same attitude to serve the Lord. Paul served the Lord as much as when he lifted to the third heavens when he was in jail. Hallelujah. He served the Lord in problem and in blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me, church? You need to be rooted. You need to be planted in the church. You need to, hallelujah, allow somebody to pastor you. So many people here, who is your pastor? You are saying, Pastor Chaco. I don't think so. Praise the Lord. If you are pastored, you have to listen to the pastor. You have listened to the word. Not something, what you need. Everything. A soldier stays there to take commands, not to command. Hallelujah. Third stage. How many of you, you know, can you bring a chair, Anthony? Just give the chair. Just imagine this is a chair that Jesus sits. This is the church. This is the church. And Jesus wants to sit on this chair. Sit on this church. The first leg should be prayer. The second should be evangelization. The third should be a vision. And the fourth should be servanthood. Amen. Prayer, vision, evangelization, and servanthood. If you have a four legs like that and Jesus comes, the church won't break. The chair won't break. He can come comfortably on the seat. Come on, church. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Praise God. Not one. We need to show the four faces of Jesus' characteristics in our life. Amen. The third level. I go fast. John 15 and the 15th verse. One of my first no, scriptures I love. Beautiful, yeah. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all the things that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Amen. Third level. I no longer call you servant. Hey. Hey, hey. You're my friend. Dost. Our dost. Praise the Lord. Dost, dost. Praise the Lord. Friends forever. You are my friend. You are my dost. Hallelujah. I will speak to you. I will tell you things beforehand. I will guide you. I will lead you. When you go, I am ahead of you. And when you look back, hallelujah, I'm still behind you. When you look this side, I'm there, there, right there. When, I, when you see whether you are here on your I'm everywhere. Hallelujah. I'm a friend to you. Leading you, not religion on a Sunday. This is relationship. Give yourself to it. Hallelujah. It's like a wall that nobody can break it. Praise the Lord. The friendship with God. Hallelujah. Not the world, but Jesus. There is an inner strength inside in that friendship. It's like a wall around you. Nobody can penetrate. Some people have potential. I see church. Almost anybody of you can preach, but discipline is not there. Hallelujah. Amen. But let me tell you, Matthew 13, 8 speaks about 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold. A hireling will only get 30-fold. A servant will only get 60-fold, but a friend will get 100-fold. Oh, come on, church. A friend will get 100-fold blessing over his life. Hallelujah. Not just money, but anointing, grace, opportunities, calling. Hallelujah. Nations. Hallelujah. Children. Long life. Everything come to a friend. Hallelujah. Come on, church. How many of you want to be a friend in God? You will keep producing fruit after fruit. Sometimes, you know, he corrects you. He cut the tree, branches. You know why? To make much fruit. So that your horns will not touch the electric post and you get electrocuted. Praise God. He wants your branches to 
be down and to touch the ground and to see the fruit. Praise the Lord. He doesn't want your horn to be electrocuted, horn to become. So he cut that horn so that the branches will just fall down in humility. Ah. Praise God. When pastor speaks a word, he says, oh, it's our pastor who is telling. He is speaking with love. I should receive it this time. Last time I thought he was pointing at me. But this time I know it's Lord who is telling me. I need to change. I need to transform. I need to be a soldier. I need to be, hallelujah, praise in the military. I need to be a fighting man. I need to fight the, hallelujah, and knock the hell down for the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But I like John who said, the most thing he said is, let Jesus increase and I decrease. He said, one thing I want to increase in my life, he increase. How many of you want above everything? I want Jesus to increase in my life. Increase in prayer, increase in worship, increase in fasting. From 9 to 13, we are going to have a fasting and prayer in the evenings. Make arrangements so that we'll be able to come. Hallelujah. Pastor Josanathanam also will be there. So we'll be able to fast and pray and to seek the face of the Lord. Hallelujah. Into a season. Hallelujah. God appointed season and God will bless us. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy 8.18 says he gives the power to give you wealth, but you have to work. Praise the Lord. He will bless the work of your labor. Praise the Lord. You have to work. He said, I will give you power. Increase your wealth. When? When you work. Praise God. God won't bless your laziness. Look at two people say, God won't bless your laziness, bro. Praise God. <laughs> I close with this since we are partaking of the bread and the wine. Let's open our Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 23. When you're going to partake the bread and the wine, three areas in our lives we want to ask the Lord to increase. And three areas in our lives we want to ask the Lord to bless. Today everything in three, three parts, okay? For you to remember, three, three. Praise God. 1 Corinthians, for I, yes. For I received from the Lord... That which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat this. Eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Amen. Ask the Lord to increase your remembrance of him. Praise the Lord. When you come to the table, ask the Lord, Lord, let us not have an amnesia. Let him not forget you, Lord, after this Sunday meeting and forget the word. Help me to remember you tomorrow, Lord. Help me to remember you in my sleep, Lord. Help me to remember you in my work. Help me to remember you in my conversation with my hubby or my darling wife. Help me to remember you when I bless my children. Help me to remember you every day, Lord, every moment. Praise the Lord. Rock music will not help you to remember Jesus. Party and dancing will not help you to remember. Be in an atmosphere where you can remember the Lord. In other words, don't substitute anything for Jesus. Remembrance. Amen. Don't allow anybody, anything or anybody to give you an amnesia. Praise God. Have you seen after a night full of drunkenness, you come and you don't remember anything. You are drunk in the world. You will come in the morning. Who is Jesus? Who am I? Will I go to heaven? Huh? Devil, huh? Don't have an ambition. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Number two. The Bible says, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, as often, speaking about increase in fellowship, ask the Lord to increase. By the time we get out of this place, hardly you meet a believer on the weekdays. Hardly you evangelize to somebody. Hardly we read the Bible. Hardly we meet each other. Come on. Not meet each other to gossip. Meet each other to say some good things about each other. If you are not very spiritual, at least meet each other and just tap on the back and say, Hey, it's so nice to be here with you. Praise God. How was your, your last holiday? 
Praise God. How is your family? How is your children? What, what are you doing new in your life? Take a walk. Have a coffee. God said, I will be there. Two of you agree anything. Even two of you converse. Malachi says, I will listen to it. What my children are speaking. You are bringing attention of heaven. And the Bible says, do as often. Like church, like church week, we should come often, increase in fellowship, to break bread and to wine and to enjoy each other. The only group of people that en- doesn't enjoy each other's company are believers, sadly. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because each person has his own things. What brings us together is Jesus. Christianity is about relationships. From Genesis to Revelation, Christianity is about nothing. It's about relationships. Building one relationship after another. Relationship with God. Relationship with each other. Relationship with the servant of God. Relationship with God's work. It's all about relationships. Hallelujah. Number three. The Bible says, do often as he comes. As much as you eat this bread and drink this wine, do it until the Lord comes. Increase in your thought about rapture. The Lord will come again. The Lord will come again. The Lord will come again. Three areas to increase. That will keep your life holy and set apart unto God. That will give you an eternal perspective. That will know, hallelujah, make you think about your eternity and how you're going to spend the rest of eternity. Hallelujah. That will make you think about that there is a purpose that I have here before I, hallelujah, if God tarries and I go home with the Lord, hallelujah, I want to make sure that I have a satisfied life, that I, hallelujah, that I fulfill the purpose of God and assignment over my life. I see my children blessed and grandchildren blessed. I see my people saved and healed and delivered. It will keep your life holy and pure. It will make you depend on the Lord on a daily basis. And three places God will bless you when you remember the Lord. First is in your house. Today we have asked the Lord to bless you in your house. The Bible says, Noah was blameless. He listened to the voice of God. He was blameless. He obeyed God. And the Bible says he found grace in the sight of God and he was blameless. Hallelujah. You want to have blameless heart. That means come from the word that he was not mingled with the foreign blood. He was not mingled with the foreign blood. The, hallelujah. We want to ask the Lord this morning, Lord, bless our house like Noah's house. There were so many evil around him, but he kept his life pure. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. When you hear, bless my generation, like Noah's, like Noah, Japheth, Sham, Ham, Lord, bless my life. As a family, we want to be in the ark. Hallelujah. Praise God. Bless your holy name.